Finance Minister Krista Freeland is set to unveil the 2023 budget that will happen later this afternoon in the House of Commons. And of course, we will have complete coverage for you. There is the potential, of course, for turbulent economic times ahead of us. So how is the government going to tackle this? Well, joining us for a bit of a preview now from Ottawa is Mackenzie Gray, our global national correspondent in Ottawa. Good morning, Mackenzie. Good morning. So what do we know right now about what this budget might hold for us? Well, we've been working our sources, and we have a few key things that the Liberals want to share with us before the budget, the things they really want to put in the window. And the number one thing is they're going to increase the GST tax credit, and that's for low-income earners to get more money from the government to deal with inflation. And that's something we've seen the Liberals do already, because they don't want to throw general money on the fire to everybody right now, because they know that if they hand out more federal dollars to everyone, inflation is going to continue to be a problem. But they do want to help folks who are at the lower end of the income spectrum. So people today can expect, if you are someone who gets a GST tax credit, $236 more for a family of four. It adds up to about 460 bucks more a year to deal with higher inflation. Now, the Liberals are billing this as a grocery rebate, but it's not a Loblaws gift card. You can spend this anywhere you want. Uh, so that's what the Liberals are going to be doing to try and deal with inflation. But they're also going to be trying to kind of compete with the U.S. You've seen a Billions and billions and billions of dollars thrown at the door with the Inflation Reduction Act, something we talked a lot about last week when Joe Biden was here. Mm -hmm. There's going to be money for clean tax. There's going to be money for critical minerals. Two things that the federal government is spending a lot of political capital on right now, too. So those are some of the key things there. And, of course, there's another big one, the RESP for folks who've got kids going to university. Right now, and I didn't know this before, you could only take out $5,000 yes. to pay for your kid's education. They're sending that up to eight, but even eight, I don't think, is enough to cover a year's no, worth of tuition. So it is not. That might need to go up a little more later, too. Yeah, I can tell you that for a fact. That is not actually enough for that. Uh, okay, so you've got that. What about the health care money? Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how this is all spent, because we know that the money has been agreed to with the provinces, but this is where the rubber hits the financial road for the federal government. Because in the budget, we'll get to see what the assumptions are going forward, but also how much money is going out the door at different times. And when you sign these long-term agreements, you know, Justin Trudeau is very likely not going to be prime minister when the bulk of the money at the back end of the deal actually goes out the door. So it's interesting to see how these go because it could be a Pierre Polyev problem in the future about how to balance this increased federal money going to the provinces while probably in a Polyev government trying to balance the books at the same time. Right. What are the financial assumptions like right now, though, Mackenzie, heading for the next year? Well, that's going to be the big question here. You know, the, the federal government usually in these budgets, uh, when, since the Liberals have come in, have put in a, a, they put in a variety of scenarios. There's kind of a best case, a middle case, and a worst case scenario. And that's one of the things I'm always interested to look at. It's not just how the economy is going, but they put in things like the price of oil and the price of gold and things like that that impact the, how the federal government's, um, you know, uh, royalty payments and other things like that go. So that's always one of the key things that we'll look at today. Basically, they were projecting that we weren't going to go into a recession last time. I'm interested to see what they think at this point in time, but where the economy is going over the next 12 months. Okay, and let's also talk about the increase in taxes here, because I got to tell you, there's a lot of people who are upset about this increase um, on beer and spirits and that tax coming into effect April 1st. Any chance that might change? Well, it might change. Uh, you know, I think this is one of those emblematic things. It's, it's the, the taxes tied to inflation. So it's going to go up 6.3%. That doesn't mean that when you go to the liquor store, beer and spirits are going to be up 6.3%, just the excise tax on that. But that is a pretty substantial amount of the cost of alcohol in Canada. So there's been a lot of calls from the Conservatives to say, look, 
don't increase the escalator on this. Just leave the excise tax where it is. Bars and restaurants got killed during the pandemic. Folks are having a tough time with inflation. They like to have a beer after work. Why are you going after regular Canadians? And the increase on that tax doesn't bring in that much more money for the federal government. So that could be an easy bone to throw, both to the Conservatives and to Canadians who might not necessarily think about voting for them to say, I'm actually understanding your concerns when it comes to inflation. Here's a little thing we can do that's not going to ruin the books for us, but also make life just a little bit more easier and show that they're actually understanding and caring about this issue. All right. Okay. So we're keeping an eye on that one. And finally here, I mean, is this budget going to sail through? Is this going to be fine? Like, is the NDP going to support this budget? I mean, there were two key things that Jagmeet Singh has been going on about for months. More money for health care. The prime minister struck a deal with the provinces and a plan for dental care. They really already laid that plan out in the last budget. I have a hard time thinking the liberals are going to be changing that plan on dental care. We already talked about the health care money that's out the door. But let's look at the political, the raw politics, the reality of the situation for Jagmeet Singh. He doesn't have enough money right now to run a proper election campaign. And even if he did, he's looking at the polls down at NDP headquarters thinking, I might actually lose seats if there's an election right now instead of gaining seats. There is no political upside for an election. Jagmeet Singh is going to walk out into the foyer of the House of Commons around 5 o'clock Eastern and say, you know what, I can support this budget. No way there's going to be an election after this one. All right. Thanks for that, Mackenzie. Thanks a lot. Mackenzie Gray is our national reporter for Global News' Parliamentary Bureau talking about today's upcoming budget to be announced by Finance Minister Krista Freeland. And we will have complete coverage of that for you uh, throughout the day today. And of course, we'll talk all about the important stuff coming up tomorrow as well.